Hello Knights of the World Table, what we have for you today is a very special Halloween bonus episode because we've been knocking around the idea for a while to do a, a kids episode and Jeff and Chris and I were talking recently about wanting to do an extra Halloween episode and we kind of hit upon the idea of combining that with doing a kids episode. So what you're going to hear is a six-year-old, a seven-year-old, and an eight-year-old Rory, Calvin, and Violet, who are all children of cast members, Chris and Jeff and I, they are our players for this adventure, and it is a lot of fun. We knew from the beginning that the biggest challenge to this would be getting them to speak into a microphone, and I gotta tell you, like, there's some yelling, there's some dice dropping, but all in all, the six, seven, and eight-year-old had better mic discipline than some of our cast members, so I think it, it sounds pretty good, and it was a lot of fun to do, and I think it's a lot of fun to listen to. The kids had a great time. You're gonna hear I, I very much simplified a character-building process at the very beginning to get them characters and get them moving forward, and just a lot of things about how to do this well with kids. In fact, um, um, sometime in the near future, we might actually record a little how-to D&D with kids sort of supplemental episode and talk about stuff that comes up when you play with kids. But before that happens, if you would like to chat with any of us about how to do that or about anything else podcast related, feel free to reach out to us on social media. We have a Discord, Twitter, Facebook. Mostly uh, you're going to find us at Roll Table on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Discord. And so we'd love to chat with you there about the, this episode, kids. D&D or anything else and actually something else very important to check in with social media about is Chris did a sketch of our little adventuring team as they describe themselves and we will put that out on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and it's it's really cute you should definitely check it out if you listen to the episode um, as always we'd love to have you talk us up and uh, give us a five-star review on iTunes or positive input positive mentions anywhere out in the social media world is certainly helpful and we hope you're doing well take care of yourself Take care of each other and make life an adventure. Hello, Knights of the Road Table. We have an exciting event for you today. We are going to do... I've never our, played on the Road Table. We're going to do our Halloween episode, and we have three incredible guest performers to play today. I'm going to have them introduce themselves. So let's start with Rory. Rory, who are you? How old are you? Don't you already know that? I do, but the people listening, they don't know. So uh, introduce yourself. My name Imagine is Imagine you're meeting somebody new. No, Pe Pepper. No, that's my fake name. He's Rory right now. This is going to be great. My Rory. name is Rory, and I am six years old. You're six years old? Same right. thing in the game. Same so thing you're playing game. a character that's six years old? Yeah. Okay. I'm a no. My name is... My name, my character's name is Pepper. And Pepper is six? Yes. And Pepper is a gnome? Yes. And Rory, in real life, who are your parents? My dad's name is Jeff, and my mom's name is Emily. All right, let's go and talk to Calvin. Calvin. No, I'm not done. Oh, you're, well, we're going to come back and talk about Pepper, okay? Let's okay. just introduce everybody. 
So Calvin, tell us your name and how old you are and who your parent is. Okay, my name is Calvin and I am seven. And my character's name is Melkor. 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 Okay. And how old is Melkor? Um, 13. 13. All right. And what is Malcor? A bird man. A bird man. monk. Actually, a kinku monk. A kinku monk, which is a bird man. And Pepper is a druid, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So that's Rory and Calvin. And sitting with me, why don't you introduce yourself, Violet? Uh, I am Violet. I'm eight years old. And my my dad is Zach, and my character is Pearl. And how old would you say Pearl is? Is it a little kid? Uh, no, like eighteen. Eighteen, cool. And Pearl is a sorcerer. Yes. We didn't really talk about Pearl, Pearl. is a sorcerer. Is Pearl human or she is a sorcerer? But as this, as human, this, okay, human sorcerer, okay, and okay, so you probably have the idea, listeners. We are doing our Halloween episode with our kids. Rory is the child of Jeff and Emily, <laughs> Emily, sorry, Emily, <laughs> um, uh, Jeff of XX Bloody Heart and season four fame, Emily of Ramara fame calvin is the son of chris our current dm of season five and season two and gravely and biscuit and where was i so and violet is violet is child of me now let's go back and talk to these let's talk about pepper and malcor and pearl so i'm going to ask you each to pick two specific things that your character is really amazing at like a specific spell or power or ability that is your specialty rory you have a few things because you were telling us earlier like all of your abilities so i'm going to say two specific powers and you can also have two specific objects that have some special powers rory i know you were talking about some special things too so what would you say your two most impressive abilities are rory one of them is my axe. I use it for cutting down trees, and then the tree stump, it rolls, and then the bad guy, bleh, he dies. Okay. All right. Very <laughs> impressive axe work. And what other superpower ability do you have? My walkie-talkie and megaphone. Okay. We're I have come one back of to that. <laughs> So, but that's an object. So something else you can do. You'll have a walkie-talkie, but also like a certain magic spell you can cast. Oh, I have you can do. dynamite too. Okay. Those are your two objects. <laughs> Roy has a walkie-talkie and dynamite. And a megaphone. And a microphone. Okay. <laughs> but in addition to your dynamite, your walkie-talkie microphone, and your abilities <laughs> with an axe. What's one more powerful ability that you have? Poison spray and thorn whip. Okay, I'm gonna give you those. Poison spray and thorn whip. Calvin, let's go to you. 
It's okay if you haven't figured these out. We can kind of decide right now. But Malcor, I want you to pick two super abilities, whether it's spells or he's like super great at jumping and flipping. What are something kind of the superpower you want Malcor to have? My weapon is a staff and I can change into a wolf and I can also fly because, well, I'm Oh, a bird. Because you're a bird. A bird. <laughs> All right. So you can change into a wolf. Uh-huh. So you're a bird person that can transform into a wolf. Uh-huh. Yeah. He almost wanted to play a druid. So we, the, the, the condition of playing a wolf, a monk, was that he could also change into a wolf. <laughs> Sounds good to me. All right. And Malcor, you can have two magical special items if you want. What would you want? Oh. You could have any. Cool oh, I, I, I would like. To communicate with, like, maybe I'll have a. I can communicate with a red hawk and a. What's an item that you have? Like, like, do you want a special magical necklace or like bracers that can block missiles or? And. Or a cloak that can make you invisible. A cloak. And a cloak that can make me invisible. A cloak that can make you invisible. And what was the first thing you said? You could communicate with a red hawk? Yeah. Okay. Like you have a pet that's a red hawk? Yeah. All right. I'll give you that. You have a hawk friend and Uh you have an invisibility cape. Cloak. All right. So now Violet, your character is Uh Pearl, a sorcerer. And what are two magical powers that Pearl has? She's really good at acrobatics, and she is really good with fire spells. Okay, fire spells. And you were telling me earlier you also wanted ice spells. Do you want that? Yes, but I am very good at fire spells. Your two abilities are acrobatics and fire spells. So you can shoot ice spells, fire spells. You're good at acrobatics. And what's one magic item that you would like to have? amulet an amulet do you want this amulet to have a power or just be real nice the fire power okay is in the amulet is from an amulet so you have a magic amulet that gives you fire power the ice is i was born with the fire the ice is from my it's from the amulet yes okay magic amulet gives you ice powers (laughs) you were born with fire spells yes you are super good at acrobatics. And what's one more magic item or power that you want? Uh, I don't know. I feel like I already said four. Ice, fire, acrobatics, and you get one more. But if you want to think about it, you can. No, those are the only ones I want. All right. That's all she needs. That's it. <laughs> so Rory is Pepper. Calvin is Malcor. Violet is Pearl. So to review real quick, we decided that Pepper, who is a gnome druid, is really great at an axe. He knows poison spray and thorn whip. And he has a walkie-talkie and dynamite. And he's six. The six-year-old has dynamite. This will be fun. And a microphone. And a microphone, yes. And then we also have Malkor, Kenku Monk, a bird man that can transform into a wolf and has a hawk friend. He also has an invisibility cloak. And he's really good with his staff. And finally, we have Pearl, 
18 year old human sorcerer, really good at acrobatics, fire spells, and ice spells. That's who everybody is. So I'm 18. She's 18. She's the babysitter <laughs> of the group. All right. So now the three of you are have recently traveled into a small town. So what do we think the name of this town should be? Anybody have an idea? Calvin and Rory. Rory, let's go with you first. What do you think? I was thinking Bake Shop Town. Big Shop Town. No, Calvin, what do you think? Shop. Um, I think it should be Ghost Town. Like a bunch of ghosts live there. Okay, Ghost Town. And Rory, you're saying Bake Shop Town? Bakery Town. Bakery Town. All right. So we're just going to make it Ghost Bakery Town. <laughs> so that's where the three of you, you've been traveling out on the road together. You're good friends. And you've wandered into this town. And you're like, hey, what's what's the name of this town? And a person sort of floats out to you and says, welcome to Ghost Bakery Town. Would you like some baked goods? They're very fresh. And have ghost slobber on them. No, these yes. are fresh. They're not yet slobbered on. No, the ghost <laughs> is slobber. The ghost is slobber, like slime. That's true. Yeah, this is kind of a slimy ghost. Now, does anybody want to take the slimy ghost uh, muffin? <laughs> Calvin does. No, because I, I don't right, like up. muffins. All right, Pepper says no, thank you. And uh, Malcor and Pearl both get a muffin to try. <laughs> I don't hey, try I... it. I save it for later. Oh, okay. Yeah, I save it until la- for later, and I say, I, and I say thank you, then punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> He's a ghost. You literally can't. <laughs> All right, you say thank you very much. <laughs> And then you roll for that. Calvin Malcor, yeah, roll a 20-sided dice to decide how that goes. <laughs> yeah, if you get 20, then yeah, you push him in the face. Hang on, Roy. Uh, let's see how it goes. 12. 12. I a got 12. 12. All right, you punch and you roll a 12, and your hand goes right through this ghost. And right. the ghost just stares at you and says, rude. And they <laughs> at least you said thank you yeah now uh in it that evening in ghost bakery town it turns out it's a special night there it's trick-or-treat night and so all the residents so it's halloween it is it's halloween yes it's halloween yeah. they didn't know but they, they literally are the decorations and they're going to hang their kids on the wall. Ghosts are decorations. It's a very big Halloween in Ghost Bakery Town. They've been baking all month to get ready <laughs> for Halloween in Ghost Bakery Town. Everybody's coming out for the party. And so what they do is they their little ghost children drift around from house to house getting different treats. But the treats would go through the basket. Yeah, the treats are, there's all sorts of treats. Some of them are ghost treats. Where, like, you can't see the treats, but once you pop your hand in your mouth, you're like, oh, that tastes good while you're actually eating your hand. Oh, no. Yeah, it's a big problem. The ghost, 
seem to like the ghost treats, but if you try to eat one, it just like goes through your face and feels kind of like slimy and sticky and weird. That's yeah. why we just took it and put it in our pouches. Yeah. Pearl and Malcor have a ghost muffin in their pouches. Roy said, no, thank you. And then Calvin punched the baker. All right. Ow. I know, right? That would be mean. Well, he said thank you. <laughs> well, if you say thank you and then punch him in the face, that would take away that thank you. It and then it would turn into like you saying. It doesn't feel like a very good thank you. If you and now he talks like this. Oh, I have the perfect thing. I have right. an orange. Who wants to know what happens next? Okay, I want to know what happens next. Okay, it gets to nighttime and everybody's coming out for getting ready to go trick-or-treating. And one of the other residents is like, would you all like trick-or-treat bags to go trick-or-treating with us? Yes. All right. Sure. They give Malcor But I give it to my parents if I had parents. You do not. You're traveling just with your babysitter, Pearl. Yeah, I'm I'm the babysitter. I would take it, give it to Pearl, and then punch the guy in the face (laughs) 15 times. All right, so that Go person on. who just gave you a trick-or-treat bag is looking at you while you punch through him and don't do anything <laughs> harmful and says, like, look, bro. This is... <laughs> then take my sword and jump him in half both ways. Just standing there. You're just so, standing there throwing an axe at him. And then put down community. dynamite and blow up his whole house. Well, let's oh, hold I... on to that. Hold on. <laughs> oh, yeah, that that sounds good. Yeah. In the ghost community, he says to you, <laughs> what you're doing, I'm not sure if you know, what I, you're doing is considered a little bit rude it's to be pretending to chop me in half. It's pointless. So if you wouldn't mind Ow, it's pointful. not chopping anybody else in half uh, because there's something that maybe we might need your help with. Do you think you could help us out instead of this chopping me in half? With your axe that doesn't work on me? Maybe. Okay. Do you do, do you think the three of you might be able to help us out? Because we have a little bit of problem here in Ghost Ghost Bakery Town. Yeah, I'm ready for our next bit. The three adventurers hold their hands up and they say like, okay, what's been happening so far is all of the treats seem to be disappearing. They're going. We, we put them into the bags and they, they disappear or sometimes out of people's kitchens. They disappear and we've been baking all of these Halloween treats all month and whatever we try to do with them, they're just disappearing and we don't know what's happening. Do you think you could help us with that? Definitely. Yeah, I, I, know. I know. Calvin, do you have a question or comment? What's happening to the food is the food is disappearing deep into the a dungeon underground. So you suspect... The food is disappearing into an underground dungeon. I see a hand up for Violet. Pearl. Pearl, yeah, what do you want to share? Uh, I think it's the children. You think the children are taking <laughs> the food? And to get to the Yeah, they're just food, eating you have it to fight a gelatinous cube. Yeah, of course. They're the children would eat the snacks. I'm a babysitter, I know. Okay. Pearl the babysitter <laughs> thinks it's probably the kids. <laughs> Malcor thinks definitely dungeon, gelatinous cube. Rory, do you have any theories? Um, I think that there's weird guy dressed in white and then he has a weird vacuum and then he sucks up everything. And then it would somebody... be like he hooks it into an underground tube and then it flows into Calvin's dungeon idea. Okay. 
All right. So these are all theories. These will have to be investigated. So the three of you are definitely excited about taking on this mission. To get into the dungeon, you have to find a tree with like, like an oval shape on the tree with a doorknob. Okay. What? The kids the kids have taken over the DM, DMing duties. I'm lost. All right. So you go off. You're going to search the town and you're going to see if any of these theories might be correct. And you're looking around. And you see some ghost kids around and you also see some kids that are dressed up in really realistic goblin costumes. They just look like goblins and they're going around with their trick or treat bags. No, they're real. No, they're real goblins. You think they might be real goblins? So what do you think you want to do if you see ghost children, these goblin and Violet has a hand up. Violet, what do you want to do? I would um, investigate and follow the children with the goblin costumes. Okay, so roll dice to investigate the goblins. Do you want to, like, examine what you think about them? Or do you want to, like, follow them, sneak along behind them? Yeah. And, yeah. Sneak along. Yeah. I would say sneak okay. Along. Everybody's gonna roll a twenty-sided dice, and one at a time. You're gonna tell me the number for sneaking behind the goblins. First, Violet. Two. Violet got a two. All right. <laughs> I'm good about... at acrobatics, not sneaking. That's true. Calvin, what'd you get? Twenty. Ooh. Oh, twenty. Rory, what'd you get? Thirteen. Thirteen. Um. So. Malcor just disappears into the shadows. Nobody can see. Pearl and Pepper is like, Malcor, should we get where'd he go? <laughs> disappeared. And Pepper sneaks along after the goblins, and Pearl starts to sneak along and then sneezes. And when she sneezes, she tends to sneeze fire. That's a problem she has with her fire powers. <laughs> So when she sneezes, it goes. And then everybody in the whole town, when she sneezes, stops. There's like music and commotion and stuff going on. And everybody in the whole town turns and look at her, including the goblins. Calvin, do you have a question or comment? Okay. Actually, until disappearing, I, I actually turned into a teenager wolf. Okay. So you disappeared so well because you turned into your wolf form. Still hiding in the shadows. Rory has yeah. a hand up. Rory, what do you got? Um, when Violet sneezes, I have a secret stash of chainsaws right next to me. So I grab one and chop everybody that's heading toward her to kill her in half. Okay. That's one. not a good. Thank you. No, no, not thank you. <laughs> one, you can't just keep making us. You're stuff. welcome. You don't get to have you don't get to have a secret staff as chainsaws. That's you have to like level up and discover magic chainsaws. You do have your axe, but nobody is approaching Violet. I don't think anybody needs to be chopped in half, especially not the ghost children or the goblins. All right. Violet has a hand up. When I sneeze, my hair sets on fire. I'm not sure why. Probably because of the fire, right? <laughs> your hair gets I love this game. All right. And uh, I have a hand up from Malcor. Malcor. Yes, Calvin? After Violet sneezes, I sneeze out like a piece of a gelatinous cube. 
a piece of gelatinous cube. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Then it but comes super stay with me. I sneeze out gelatinous cube and ice. I sneeze you out gelatinous cube every other time. Okay. Hold on. So Violet sneezes and gets all the attention. All of you also maybe picked up you know, some sort of like maybe there's an allergy going around or like a cold. Mm-hmm. So there's sneezing happened with side no, effects. It, it's a but, coronavirus. You know, I know coronavirus is not a thing in this world. We're going to step away from that. <laughs> but everybody is in this town staring at your sorceress friend, Pearl. And the goblins turn around, too. And when they see Pearl, they turn around and start to run away. What oh. do you want to do next? Calvin. Right, right behind us is a tree with a door. To the, you don't get to, to make up the like, tree with the door. That's my job. What do you want to do? <laughs> uh, my hair shoots on fire and ice. Okay. We're not making up powers. We're not making up powers right now. We're just deciding what we want to do about the goblins. So, Rory, do you have any thoughts right now? Um, no, I just want to carry on. You want to move forward. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you, Rory. Violet has a hand up. What are you thinking? I, I, I would run backwards. I'm not. <laughs> I'd just run away. I'd be so embarrassed. You'd be embarrassed. <laughs> She's like, oh, my gosh. I'd, I'd pick up the six year old and run away. Okay. <laughs> We're going to retreat. All right. Calvin, born DM. Calvin, do you have thoughts? You're the only one that nobody has seen. You're still hidden in your wolf form. Do you want to follow the goblins or do you want to stay with your friends? I like run after them, then change back, then say, hey, we have to find that dungeon so we can't get old food. Okay. Then, so you're telling your friends that? Uh huh. Then I change back into a banana, then Burden. my. Mm-hmm. Like red hawk hops on my hand. Okay, so you follow the goblins a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then you're like, I don't want to get separated from my friends. So you head back to them and you send your red hawk after the goblins to follow them a little bit more. And then you go back to your friends and say, those goblin children who I think are goblins and not children went that way. And I sent my red hawk after them. What's your hawk's name? Oh, my hawk's name is Lokor. Lokor? Mm-hmm. Lokor the hawk. Gotcha. All right. So now Violet is feeling very em- embarrassed in the town square. Rory, you're there. Is there anything you want to do with your babysitter, Pearl, played by Violet, to help her feel better? Um, he tried to kill everybody for me, so yeah, retconned. <laughs> Is there anything Pepper does to help her feel better so she can continue to solve the mystery? Uh, spray poison spray and do thorn whip to everyone. Okay, so Pepper yeah. tells her, Hey, listen, Pearl, <laughs> if anybody tries to mess with you, I'm gonna poison spray them and thorn whip them, so don't you worry. <laughs> I got your back. Uh, Don't just randomly go around doing that because then it's rude. You throw dynamite at them. Yeah, especially I forgot that. Yeah, everybody in this town is giving you lots and lots of space right now because you seem a little intense. But continue on with the journey. So, Malcor, 
you, your hawk comes back, low car. Yeah. And the hawk communicates to you, guess what? Those goblins went into the forest and there was a tree with an oval on it and they pushed the oval and it opened up and they went inside. Okay, and the door is still open? I was right. It was the kids. The door is not still open. This is, Locor tells you this, but you speak hawk. So do you go to the tree? Yeah. Yes. All right. Everybody goes out of the town, out to the tree with an oval on it. Mm-hmm. And you get there, and there is the tree with the opal on it, and all three of you are there. What are you going to do? What happened to me running away with the six-year-old? You ran with the six-year-old out of town to this tree. Uh. You're all there together now. Rory, I have to see a hand up. Rory, you're at this tree. What do you want to do? I will either use my thorn whip or use my axe, but not for cutting down the tree. And Not cutting in. down the tree. Not cutting down. The okay, tree. pick one: thorn whip or axe. I think I would use. It's a tough one. Thorn whip because it will grab the door and give me the door, and then I could put it back like it didn't happen. But we're still inside. Ooh, I hear you. I got it. I got it. All right. All right. Hang on to that idea. But I don't have Malcor. any screws. So yeah, I can't put point. it back on completely. Which all is the like objects you, down. Have, you didn't bring any screws. Darn it. Uh, Malcor, <laughs> you have a thought? I see a hand up. Okay, I, I just opened the door then one inside. Okay. Guys, I found the food, but inside the door, but I can't seem to get past this gelatinous cube. Okay. <laughs> You gotta, listen. you gotta wait for him to say what you run into, okay? You just say what you do, not what you find. Okay. Often's a natural DM. So Pepper casts Thorn Whip and shoots his whip of thorns around this tree. There's not really like a doorknob. It's just like a, you just see this like oval symbol. So the Thorn Whip wraps around the tree and you pull on it. Nothing really happens. So you undo it and you like wrap it around a branch. And then you can kind of swing from the branch back and forth. And that seems cool. And you kind of like run around. And like, and you can like, yeah, you can like I crash into an airplane and die. Uh, nope, nobody dies. This is very safe. You're able to flip all around the tree. But then Malcor, while you're doing that, pushes on the oval and the door opens. Dang it. I was going to pick up a pebble and throw it out the door. <laughs> open it. To yep. open it. Would that would be a good strategy, better than my thorn whip. Well, the thorn whip <laughs> did seem the most fun. Um, but actually, when the door kind of swings open and you're swinging around the tree, you end up smack hitting the door because it suddenly opened. And you're like, ow. And then my nose is bleeding. Yeah, your nose is bleeding a little bit. And um, then Pearl. Wait, hold on. Well, we're DMing. Hands me DMing. a. All right. So the door is open. Do we yeah, all want to go I in? I feel like I would do that. I'd hand him a bandage. Oh, yeah. Okay. Pearl provides you with a bandage. That's the fourth object that Pearl had. She has a little babysitter's first aid kit. So she patches up your bloody also, nose. Also, if anyone gets hungry, I still I brought those treats. And she has treats. Oh, the ghost treat. Yeah, she has that with her. Yeah, I brought them. 
Okay, so is everybody going in the tree? Yeah. Yeah. All right, thumbs up. up. All right, so you all creep down into the tree. And actually, Rory, like you said earlier, Pepper uses the thorn whip to pull the tree door closed behind you. And you creep down this like spiral staircase down deep into the dark. Does anybody have a way to make some light? Oh, I have a way. All right, Malcor, what way would you make light? Like, I pull out of my pocket a feather of my bird, then I use a match, then set it on fire, then it quickly turns into a match. So the feather makes a little torch? Uh huh. Then I put it into. Where'd you get the match? Oh, I just found a match shop while you were okay. buying while you were buying the muffins. While you were buying the muffins. So actually, you pull off your feather to, and you're gonna light it on fire, and you realize you actually used up your last matches last night. Does anybody have any other way to make fire? I see a hand up from Pearl. Pearl, do you have a way to make fire? Yes. I have fire spells, so I just, like, use some fire. <laughs> I just, like, hold out my hand, and then the fire would go on it, and I'd use it to light the way. All right, so Pearl holds out her hand and goes, Whoo! and it's on fire, and she uses it to light the little feather on fire. So now we have the feather is kind of like a candle that Malcor has, and Pearl, her just hand is on fire. Uh, Pepper, you have a hand up. Do you want to do anything to make your own light? I have a more consistent way that would not include hurting my babysitter or hurting Mokar. Um, okay, let, let, let's talk consistency. I added in a drill, <laughs> which is also a screwdriver, which you, I am about to add. Wait, <laughs> you're making up objects to make light and you're adding a drill and a screwdriver? What what would you like to construct? And I also added torch. Torch, okay. Yeah, so I have my torch. I already lit my hand on fire. It's too late. Yeah, because she has fire magic. Her hand is not hurting. Her hand is just has magical fire around it. So that's okay. But you can use your torch. I also have coal mm -hmm. and I find a stick. You can't just keep giving yourself, dude. That's no, not, I just. What am I going to do? What am I going to do if Malcor tells all the stories and Pepper has every, anything that he wants? <laughs> I don't have a job. I'll be sad. You got to give me some space. What about me? Look, I just find a stick on the ground and I find okay. some coal on the ground and then I put them together and make a torch. You are in a tree. So I will say you can find a stick on the ground. You can find several sticks and put them together and then dip the end in Pearl's hand and make a little torch. So we're good yeah. with that. Wouldn't the uh, whole stick burn on fire? Well, it's a slow burning stick because of your fire powers. Okay. Everybody has fire. Then I'm going to grab yes. another stick just in case and put it in my pouch. You have a stick. Add, add yes. stick to inventory. Me too. All right. I have a stick. All right. Everybody has sticks. All right. Except, so now that there's light, you can see a corridor. So like a long tunnel. It's like a stone tunnel going back towards 
under the town. It's pretty echoey down there. Do you want to go? Do you want to try to sneak again? Or do you just want to like tromp? Do you want to like call out to the goblins that went down here? I want to call out. All right, Malcor, where's that? I would sneak. Fever wants to sneak. Malcor wants to call out. So what do you say? I said I want to sneak. Oh, everybody wants to sneak? No. Pearl? Pearl's not for I would do acrobatics and just jump from wall to wall. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Down the pathway. (laughs) Yeah, the walls are about 10 feet apart, so it's a good... It's a good parkour situation. My dice fell. I'm gonna so get everybody that. roll dice for sneaking, and Pearl will roll for acrobatics. With advantage. Yes, Pearl will roll with advantage. So let's start with Malkor rolling for stealth. What'd you get on your 20-sided dice? 14. 14. Pretty stealthy. Now, are you doing this in your Birdman form, or are you going back to Wolf? What's your Or you stealth? can turn invisible. Going back to my wolf one. Okay, wolf, sneaky wolf. Violet's expressing a lot of excitement. What I got a 19. 19. <laughs> she is super acrobatic. She is bouncing from wall to wall. 19 with advantage. Oh my. Nice. She is just bouncing all over the place and she's still pretty quiet. And Pepper, what did you roll? Four. Four. Oh, that's okay. Sometimes we all. Sometimes we sneeze fire. I roll a two. Acrobatic. Yeah. Yeah. Violet had a two earlier. All right. So Malkor in his wolf form. Sneaky. Pearl. Bouncing back and forth very quietly. And then Pepper. Walking along. Just walking along. You just step on one. You think it's just like a little puddle. Like a little, little tiny puddle over one part of the cave. And it's actually a big hole. So you're like walking, walking, walking. And then you step in this puddle and you go (laughs) underwater real quick. You don't keep falling, but it made a big noise. Um, I see a hand up from Pearl. What do you want to share? I was was going to attempt to save the six-year-old. So he's in there. Oh, I know a way to save the six-year-old. What do you want to do? I I would with the ice I would freeze the water and make a little staircase back up. Perfect. All right. So oh, she also doing when that. I'm jumping across the walls, I do uh, since I have such a great role, I do a flip whenever I jump. Lots of flipping is happening. <laughs> it's very nice, Malco. You've had your hand up for a little while. Instead of sneaking in my wolf form, I'm actually mm-hmm. doing back flips. Okay, sneaky back flips. <laughs> I'll give you that. Wolf back flips. That sounds cool. Yep. It just looks so fun when Pearl does it. And then Pepper, you are underwater, but Pearl is making ice stairs for you. What do you want to do? Pearl's way is a little bit mean because it would freeze me in place. True. But her, let's let's be clear, she's not freezing you. Her ice magic is really good and it's able to make specific little stairs that you can walk up. I feel of like I should roll on that. That's true. All right, roll. I think I have a self way of doing it. I got a 16, so I also have one for you. 16 on ice scares. You are not a pepper popsicle. But do you want to try something else instead of using the stairs? I would use my thorn whip. Also, I would also, I could also use my grappling hook. Okay. Do you want to use that? 
I would use my thorn whip. So you get your feet on like the the bottom two stairs that she puts in there, but it's pretty slippery. So you're able to like stand, but you're not all the way out. And you see a root up above you that you could get your grappling hook or your thorn whip around. Do you want to do that? I go in the with thorn whip. Go ahead and roll for that. Okay, so grappling hook got a six. Okay. And thorn whip got a 17. So thorn whip got more than grappling hook, so I do thorn whip. Okay, so the grappling hook, you throw it up there, but it doesn't catch the root. Then it falls down. And you're like, darn, that didn't work. So you walk up the ice stairs, and you get your grappling hook, and you roll it up, and then you get back in the water, and then you try your thorn whip. And you throw your thorn whip up there and it totally works on the root and you pull yourself up out of the puddle without the use of the stairs. Very good. Good job, everybody. Woohoo. All right, Pearl, you have a hand up. I'm just going to slap my face like this. Because uh, like he literally walked up the stairs and then jumped back down. <laughs> silly. We made a lot of noise with the whole puddle situation, but... You wait to see if anybody comes and nobody comes. So you're still alone in the corridor. There's a little bit more to walk down. Malcor, hand up. Okay. Uh, I just tell everyone, hey, look down that black hole. Then, then I just, in, in between the skeletons and everyone, and I just jump in the middle. I, I just slide down in the middle of the skit staircase. Down, down the corridor, down the cave, farther right. down. So while Pearl and Pepper are dealing with the puddle situation, Malcor, back in Birdman form, just flies down silently. And what you see a little bit farther down the cave is it mm. opens up and you see three goblins. And they have big bags full of treats. And they are throwing treats one at a time into a giant mouth. And that mouth has like a, it looks like maybe there's like a portal or something behind it. And it's like sitting in front of the mouth. And every time they throw a treat, it's like, it's gobbling them all up. And you look at it and it looks like its teeth are really, really bad. They have like, they're like black and there's like stuff in between them and all sorts of stuff is going on. Now, only Malcor has seen this so far and they haven't seen you. So let's go to Malcor before we go to Pepper and Pearl. Malcor, what do you want to do? Okay, then I, I fly up super high, and they're like, "What the?" Then then I just quickly grab them and go down the thing again to show them what I, to show them what I saw. Are you talking about uh, going back to tell Pearl and Pepper? Or I, going I, I grab them both, then I fly down the staircase to make them see the go three goblins. Okay. So you go back to your friends. Good. Yeah. All right. So let's talk to Pearl and Pepper. Uh, Rory, Pepper, I seeing you have a hand up, and then we'll go to Pearl. Pepper, what do you want to do? Um, 
before Melkor flew off, I said, wait, and then I used my thorn whip, grabbed on to him, and then he pulled me along. Okay. <laughs> but but that didn't yeah. happen, because Malkor already went down and saw these things. So now Malkor comes back and tells you this is going to happen. And also, don't thorn whip me, bro. That's not cool. No, right. I gently thorn whip him. Gently thorn whip. All right, you can you can go back <laughs> so down the hallway that him. way. That's cool. Hang on, you two. Pearl, what do you have to say? Um, I would silently investigate it after um, Malcor told us what happened. All right, so you all go back. Malcor, do you have something to say? Okay, so because thorn whip just. The thorn whip just wraps around my leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, around my. If that's feathers, okay with you. Uh, around my feathers, mm-hmm. and it doesn't hurt me. No, so you're okay with him like riding behind you if you fly back there. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Pepper <laughs> puts the whip around Malcor's feet, and Malcor flies down, and Pepper essentially like water skis down the rest of the corridor behind yeah. Malcor. I'm also going to draw skis in my inventory. Sure, draw skis. That I'm fine with that. All right, and then Pearl falls along behind quietly to see what she thinks I'm might be going on. I'm going to roll for that. I'm going to roll for that. All right, you roll to investigate what you see. Okay. 11. 11. Failed. All right, that's not failed. I think that's fine. So what you see, so you're able to like sit quietly and watch these goblins feeding this mouth. And the, you notice the goblins look pretty scared. They look like they're doing this because they have to. Maybe the mouth is making them, not because they want to. Pearl, you have a hand up. Oh, also, I would, I would silently try to be a good babysitter and untangle the, the water skiing man. <laughs> The water skis? Yeah, make sure Pepper doesn't get tangled up in Malcor. Yes. Malcor, you have a hand up? Okay. And when Violet gets down there, she sees me and Pepper wrapped up in a tentacle up on the roof. You're up on the roof? Yeah. Okay, so you're... <laughs> All right, Malcor flew up high into the into the like cavern, and there, so Pearl sneaks up, and she's like, "Oh, I think these, I think these goblins might be being forced to feed this like giant mouth." Where, where is Malcor and Pepper? I would, and then she looks up, and I see them on a beam. See them I up just on, see a beam. Them on a beam. All right, Pepper, you have a hand up. What do you want to add? Once I'm up there, I take. My second to last, I mean, fifth to last stick of dynamite. Fifth to throw, last. Throw it down to into the mouth, and then it blows up. No, okay, just hang in on. Time. I will give you one stick of dynamite, but you can't use use the drill. You can't use the screwdriver. You can't use the skis. You're using the torch, but I'll give you that. That's fine. You've got a walkie-talkie microphone. You've got one stick of dynamite to make use wisely 
in whatever happens next. My dice fell again. And when our dice fell. All right, so we're going to roll initiative now. So everybody roll a 20-sided die, and we'll start playing in order. Violet, what do you have? A seven. A seven. All right, Pepper, you roll. 14. A 14. And Which Malcor. is seven plus seven. That's right. Malcor, you roll. Yeah. Four. A four. I'm All right, good. so we have... Pepper would go first, and then Pearl, fourteen, and then Malcor, right? Yeah, because I got, I well, got. Hold on, got to roll for the other things. Oh, okay. Goblins rolled higher than anybody. Mouth did not. You put but mouth. Also, yeah, mouth. Mouth got a one. Mouth got a two. Thank you, but that's not gonna do any good. All right. So first off, in our initiative order. Next up is going to be Pepper, but first, the goblins. The goblins are dumping all the food and treats and ghost muffins and real muffins and candy in the mouth and say, oh, please, please don't hurt us. Give us back our friends, our, our family. We'll do anything you need to, but please don't, please don't hurt us. We just, just give us back, everybody. Oh, terrible mouth monster. Pepper, it's your turn. I would use my axe. Good. Okay. And then I would throw it down, and then it has a special power that once it hurts something, it portals back in my hand. I will give you that. All right. So you're going to roll. What are you attacking with the axe? The mouse? Yeah. Okay. So roll a 20-sided dice. I feel okay. like for your attack. I feel like the mouse will just 16. Eat your axe. 16. Okay. So Pepper throws down his magical axe and it hits like the front tooth of the mouth. Actually, one of the bottom teeth, one of the teeth that Calvin is actually missing right now. And it knocks that tooth right out and inside the giant mouth. And the mouth goes, and then uh, the axe shoots back out of the mouth into your hand. But on the way out of the mouth, it knocks out the other tooth that Calvin's missing. So these two teeth right here (laughs) on the bottom of its mouth are now big holes. All right. That is Pepper's turn. And then the mouth is going to take a response and it's going to turn up to where the two of you are and it's going to shoot out its tongue like a frog and it's going to try to capture pepper can i roll for that no you can't roll for the tongue um it rolls is is the tongue in the mouth a separate person because you the tongue is in the mouth it's making a it's making a response to pepper's attack it shoots out its tongue and it hits you and it tries to pull you back, but it just barely doesn't. It almost pulls you. It's right on the edge because it rolled a 10. And instead, it it pulls you down. So you fall to the ground. And you're super sticky. So you're going to have a harder time moving around next turn. But you're not pulled back by the tongue. And that will bring us to... Pearl's turn. So and the then goblins next up, realize they're there. 
the goblins. Well, Pepper just fell out of the ceiling. So, yes, the goblins are going to notice that. <laughs> it's Malcor's turn after oh, Pearl's. Okay. So, uh, Pearl, what do you want to do? I would, like, make the motions of yelling at the two children who just who were on the beam. <laughs> like, like this. get down off of that beam? <laughs> yeah, I would just yell at them. <laughs> Like yeah. without actually yelling, just making the motion. <laughs> oh, like quietly pantomiming because yes. you don't want them to see. Yeah. Like get down or you're in big trouble. Yeah. So you go well, to do te- that. Technically, Pepper did get down. Yeah. So <laughs> as you're doing that, Pepper falls off the beam and onto the floor, but not into the into a mouth. I just do this. I'm like, well, he got off. So you're a little bit worried about the giant tongue monster that just attacked one of the kids you're watching. Um, so is there anything else you want to do on this turn? I will attempt to catch the six-year-old. Ooh, all right. I'll give you that as a reaction. Roll for acrobatics with advantage to try to catch Pepper. How many is the advantage? So you're just going to roll here. Roll two at once, and we'll take the higher number. Okay. Let's see, a 19 and a... She's crawling into the computer. A 19, 19 and, a, high one. and a six. All right, so you amazingly leap out and roll and throw your arms out and grab Pepper, and Pepper is safe, takes no damage, is in in Pearl's arm. Thank you. Also, um, I have a Hollywood track behind me. Well, you can't see it because it's cloth. You have a what behind you? Hot Wheels track behind me. A Hot Wheels track, cool. Also, um, I just saved your life. Do you have nothing to say? He said, thank you for that. That was very nice. This is much more polite than we started off. Let's move on to Malcor's turn. Malcor, it's your turn. What are you going to do? Okay, so I'm just still stuck on the roof. You're not stuck on the roof because you have wings. You do whatever you want. Okay, so. Like I use my stuff, then out pops like a metal triangle. Then like I like a metal triangle comes out of your staff. Uh huh. Then like I hit it with the metal triangle to unfree me. Then I just cast myself. Okay. So what do you want to do with the medical metal triangle? Is what, what is a metal triangle? Is it a shield or is it a, like a glider? It's like a shield that pops out. They're conferring. <laughs> it's a spear. So you're so so a so a blade comes out of his staff. Yeah. Okay, so a metal like a, triangle like spearhead comes out of your staff. And do you want to throw that, or do you want to attack with it in your hands, or do you want to do something else? Okay, I, I want to attack with it with my hand. Then I like throw it. Then it, like sp- ah! well, you don't get to choose that. All right, so you're gonna like fly down and try to stab the mouth with it, right? In that, so you're pointing to your eye, Except but it's mouth. a mouth, and so the mouth doesn't have eyes. So where, if it's like oh, the tongue the mouth has with eyes. Teeth, you want to stab it in the tongue? Somebody said the tongue. The tongue has eyes. I'm on board with that. Uh, the tongue has eyes. Wait, you what? want to stab it in the tongue? Eye? So it is a separate person. 
No, it's one thing, but its eyes are in its tongue. Uh, so you yeah. stab it in the tongue eye, Malcor? No. Yes or no? Uh, no, actually, I hit its veins. Okay. It's a so mouth. Roll your attack to see what happens. I got a seven. Which seven. I attack. Okay. So what happens with a seven is you fly down with your spear and you're going to try to stab it in the tongue veins. But right at the last moment, you realize it has eyes and you're like, ah, it has eyes. And that kind of throws you off and you end up uh, like flying into the mouth. And then you're kind of like tangled up with the tongue and the eyes are right in front of you looking at you. And that's Malcor's turn. Who's going to save me? Then we get to I it's the mouth's turn. I was going to, but it's not my turn. It's true. You got to wait. Now it's the tongue's turn. Oh, no. The tongue is going to try to bite. Uh-oh. Stop dropping things. That Stop. was nope, your dice. Give me back my dice. Mine Stop. was the fire dice. We're good. Here. Give me my fire dice. All right. She has fire dice. So the mouth is going to try to bite Malcor, and it's going to have advantage because Malcor is in the mouth. Ooh, rolled a one and a 10. 11. Well, that was with advantage. So it's a 10, which is not very good. So the mouth tries to bite Malcor, but Malcor is still holding the spear up and down. And so when the mouth bites down, it like gets stabbed in the top of its like palate. Like if you're like biting down on a sharp, Tortilla chip. It's like and it my like chip. Stabs you. That's literally what happened to me. That happened to Violet. It's terrible. It's terrible, isn't it? Yes. It's terrible. All right. So it stabs it and it's like, oh, and it opens its mouth real fast, real wide. And Malcor comes spilling out. And the, but the spear is still in there, stuck. Malcor, Malcor, the 16 year old, is now covered in slobber. Yep. You are covered in slobber. Both Pepper and Malcor are covered in slobber. Um, but Malcor is out safe. Pepper's out safe. Malcor, you have a hand up. Do you want to say something? I, if you want to do an action, you got to wait for your turn again. I find a, like, on the other side of the boom, I find a, like, soft as a towel. Then I grab Pepper. Then we both, we both dry off. You've, you want to look for towels. All right. So again, you don't get to make your own stuff, but I'll give that you are... Stop dropping dice. <laughs> I will give that you are immediately thinking, wow, it would be nice if there was a towel around here and you look around for a towel, but you don't see one yet. But it is the goblins' turn. And the goblins are like, oh, they're helping us. Oh, am, finally. Am Maybe I somebody still... Can help us. Am I like laying on the table with pepper in my hand still? Uh, no, because you, well, maybe. Um, the goblins are like, ah, oh, help, finally, maybe we can join together and defeat the evil mouth monster. And also one of them is like, here, have a towel and tosses a towel for Malcor and tosses a towel to pepper. Pepper isn't slobbery, though. Uh, pepper was slobbery because it. That the tongue tried to get him. That's how he fell down. 
Um, and the last goblin is like, uh, just tries to like grab onto the bottom lip of the mouth and like pull on it and grab onto that so it can't move around as much. And then it's back to Pepper's turn. Pepper, Pearl has rescued you. You're a little sticky, but you're toweling off. What do you want to do? I use my poison spray. Ooh, good call. All right, you want to poison spray in the mad in the mouth? Yeah. Okay. I also throw my. You have to pick one thing. <laughs> dynamite in. All right, you said poison spray first. I think we're gonna do poison spray. Okay, poison right. spray. So I roll also for poison spray. throw my axe in again. Nope. <laughs> one thing, just poison spray, because that's more fun for me. All right. Roll a 20-sided die for poison spray. Okay, I'm going to roll two. No. Nope, just one. Which one should I do? If I get a seven, then I do the red one. If you if you rolled a seven, then that's a seven. So I'm going to use this one because I didn't roll seven. Okay, roll that one. Five. Five. All right. So you poison spray. Oh, my gosh. Stop. So you poison spray into the mouth, and the mouth gets filled with poison spray, and the goblin is like pulling the mouth wide open so it can't like close its mouth and avoid the poison spray, which we'll say is why you had advantage in this work. And the mouth is like blah blah blah, and it like pukes up two more goblins, one adult goblin and one little tiny child goblin. And the goblin that's holding the mouth open is like, oh, Bernice and Crick. Oh, it's been so long. You're saved. Yay. And Bernice and Crick are all covered in slime and slobber. And they like crawl away from the mouth. And that's Pepper's turn. Good job, Pepper. You saved two goblins. Next up is Pearl. How far away would you say I am from the mouth? You're 10 feet from the mouth. Okay, so I would um, attempt to turn the slobber inside of the mouth to ice with my ice spell. Okay. Roll a dice for that. Roll two dice for that. Okay. Both 20-sided? Yes, both 20-sided dice. Roll them here so they don't disappear. They already did. Roll them. Uh, 17 and a 2. 17 is your roll then. And so you spray with ice all around the mouth and the, the slobber in there freezes. The tongue is frozen too for a minute. It's almost like a like an ice slide. And so momentarily the whole mouth is frozen all the slobber along the tongue and what comes sliding down the ice slide tongue is three more goblins. Wee! 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 And it's two little kid goblins and one more grown-up goblin. And they land on the ground and the grown-up picks the two little kid goblins and runs away. And one of the one of the other goblins that's outside is like, oh, uh, Lily and and flip and flop. Oh, it's so good to see you. Come on, get out of here. Go down the tunnel. And three more goblins have come out. Violet, you have your hand up? I feel like, well, 
the tongue is frozen, the six-year-old would attempt to slide down the tongue. I think it's kind of tempting, yeah. Um, but it's not anybody's turn except for Malcor. Malcor, the mouth is frozen. I'm gonna grab my staff. Hey, you're gonna grab your staff that was in the mouth. So do you want to pull that out of there? Yeah, but it's stuck. Okay, but also the mouth is frozen. So go ahead and roll with advantage to try to get your staff back. Got a 17. Okay. Nice. You yank it right out of there. Do you want to do anything else with your turn? I, I want to throw the muffin into the mouth. Okay. You throw. I just pop. I'd hand him another muffin as it is. Okay. I I'd, I'd hand him my muffin. I sp- I throw both of the muffins in my mouth, then shoot them into the mouth, into the big mouth. Right. Okay. So you grab your spear out of the mouth. Yeah. Pearl is like, here, take my muffin too. And Malcor throws both ghost muffins into the mouth. Ghost. The muffins go in there all the way into the back and disappear into the mouth. And it eats them. And it's like, I need more. Feed me candy. Feed me goblins. I'm going to eat you. You can't stop me. I'm going to eat everything. And that's the mouth's turn. And the mouth going to crunch down and break all the ice and it's going to shoot its tongue out and try to grab onto the goblin that is holding its mouth open and then the nine and so it wraps its tongue around this goblin and is trying to pull it back in but because of all the ice and the poison spray and the spear wounds, it's not quite actually able to do that. So you might be able to save this goblin if you try. And um, it's the goblin's turn. And the two other goblins grab onto that goblin and they grab onto the tongue and they're like pulling. It's like a tug of war between the mouth trying to pull its tongue back in and the goblins trying to get their friend free. And it's Pepper's turn. I would use my grappling hook and say, here, grab onto my grappling hook. I'll help you. And then they, we win (laughs) the war. So you throw the grappling hook? We win the war. To the goblin? We won the revolution. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we win say, the lo- yeah. revolution. <laughs> settle, settle yeah. down. Okay, now that the game is over. If you could just decide that you win, then that would be a real short game every time. But Pepper throws the grappling hook, and the goblins are like, "Oh, thank you, person who I think's name is Pepper," and they wrap it around the goblin and they tie it off and they pull real, real hard. And Pepper is pulling too, and the tongue is getting pulled farther and farther out of the mouth. And so the tongue is like stuck way far. It's sticking out into the room and it's Pearl's turn and then Malcor's turn. Everybody's pulling on the tongue and it's stretched way outside of the mouth like this. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I would freeze the tongue and then try to do acrobatics on it to get the goblin out. Um, let's start with freezing the tongue. So roll with advantage to freeze the tongue. Okay. 
seven and three. Oh, okay. So you're gonna be able to shoot ice and it freezes the tongue and it almost turns. It looks frozen, but you don't quite get as much power into it as you want. So even though it's frozen and you're flipping around it, trying to help, um, you don't get to do too much more except for like freeze that tongue and you can see some like cracks. It's almost like frozen and almost ready to crack. Oh, I, I'd also scream you're in big trouble to the other two. You're in big trouble. Yep. Malcor, it's your turn. This tongue is almost ready to break. They're almost oh. freeing the goblin. What do you want to do? Okay, so I change into my wolf form, then I go right behind Peppa, then use my two paws to grab the back of his throat, then bite it with my... So you're going to... You're going to pull on Pepper in your wolf form? Then I change back into my bird form. Then I throw my staff. Then, like, I jump. Then use my... Then I do a kick. Then I cut the tongue in half. Then it explodes. Okay. Free winter revolution. You're going to roll with advantage (laughs) to... Grab onto Pepper in your wolf form and also throw your spear at the mouth and also do acrobatics on the tongue and try to break it. All right, two at once and tell me the higher number. It was a 12. All right, so you grab onto Pepper and you're pulling along and you toss that spear and the tongue is already all frozen and you feel it crack. And all of you, all of the goblins and half of the tongue and Pepper and Malcor and Pearl all pull back with his broken tongue. And then the mouth yells, but it doesn't have a tongue, so it can't speak anymore. And then two more goblins come flying out of the mouth and um, the mouth closes and says, fine, then I'll go eat somebody in another dimension. And it pulls back into the portal behind it and the portal closes and you've defeated the mouth monster and all of the goblins and their goblin families say, yay, you saved us. Malcor, you're raising your hand. I say yay also, but I stop yaying then say, everyone, what about the treats? You didn't rescue the treats. Oh, no, everyone. What about the treats? And then you all turn and you look. And behind the portal are so many wonderful, delicious treats. There's ghost treats. And there's like stacks of chocolate treats. And there's candy. And there's a lot of like healthy fruit and like gluten-free selections and like low calorie good stuff that you might want and just everything that you could want. Pearl, you have your hand up. I would run up, grab the two boys and hand them both a piece of broccoli and say, eat this before you have candy. Yeah, (laughs) you don't want teeth (laughs) like that mouth monster. It's gross teeth that fell right out and she gives you some broccoli. Malcor, you have a hand up. Then me... And Peppa run to the candy, then eat. Then I also find under the candy is some cool weapons. Malcor, Malcor says no thank you to the broccoli and goes and eats candy yeah. and looks for weapons. Uh-huh. Pepper, what do you do in this situation? 
I say I would like more broccoli. I would also like strawberries. I would not take the candy, but I would take the weapons because I don't like candy. I would not take candy. So sorry. Good call. All right. Pepper enjoys the broccoli and some lovely fresh strawberries. And also back there finds some um, hawk food. There's a lot of nice, delightful hawk snacks and whatever wolf seat for Malcor to enjoy and uh, everything you could want. And so you all go back out to the town and let them know, come on down into the tree. Everybody, Halloween treats for all and all the citizens of ghost bakery town are like hooray you've saved trick-or-treating for everyone all right you guys you're victorious you saved halloween for ghost bakery town did you guys have fun yeah all right everybody want to say happy halloween happy halloween Happy Halloween. Even if I don't like candy. Everyone do ghost sound effects in three, two, one. 